The status symbol for every child in elementary school has disappeared. What? AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, I'm sure it was a little bit different for each place in the country, but let's be honest. If you were the kid rolling through elementary school and as opposed to taking the school lunch, you had a Lunchable that day. Oh. Top of the food chain right there. It's true. Well, shortage. COVID, right? Oh. Getting us again. No. Apparently, because of labor issues and other product allocation issues, there's a shortage of them. Now, here's the thing. I figured... Okay, one, I will 100% acknowledge. Even as an adult, I walk down the aisle and I'm like, I kind of want them. No, no, no. But they were brought to my awareness, so now I want to buy all of them. I do, but the thing is, even at their cheapest, like occasionally, if I remember correctly, and this is, this is from college, occasionally they'll do the, like the 10 for 10 deal on oh, them yeah. when you walk through Smith's or stuff. Oh, yeah. So you can get, then I'm like, all right, yeah. And I, I have bought them as a grown adult. I have no regrets about that whatsoever. But the other thing is when they're not on sale, the basic ones, like, you know, the first one, the cracker, the, the ham, the cheese, like they're super makeable at home. Oh, yeah. They're I, super easy, too. I acknowledge this. And yeah. I figured, oh, okay, well, there's a shortage. Well, luckily, the McCall Taylor tries to experiment with food making of all sorts. So I figured, oh, there's got to be some little twist or something maybe she can put on. Because the truth is, they really are easy enough to do. Not, you probably don't get to just sit down and pull it. And everybody's like, oh, he's got a Lunchable. Oh, my God. But in all honesty, it probably would be a little bit better. Well, I think maybe we'll have to do it. Maybe we'll have to make some kind of Lunchable-esque thing. Speaking of which, I was talking to producer Butters yesterday. We're talking about because we both got pizza this week, earlier mm. this week. Uh, and uh, yeah, who doesn't? Right. And so his family, he's telling me they've become uh, big proponents of uh, was it Marcos? Right, the one where you get it and you take it home, and you put it in the oven yourself. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And so I told him, and I was like, I was like, I guess I kind of get that, but like, if I was gonna go out to eat or pick something up, I kind of want it done. I know. Like, if I'm gonna go out and cook, then like, well, then I'll just cook. Right. The only one that I'm like, I'm good with. Is when I put it on my smoker because I love to do like the smoked pizza, but then it takes way more time for me to like actually compile the whole pizza and all of that jazz. Like it's, it's still a thing. It's basically like you, you've saved yourself with the prep time, right? It's like the cooking show. Like we're going to have pizza. Oh, it's oh, done. Look, it's already made. It's already done or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but you still got to set this time. Whatever. I just pointed that out because like the Lunchables thing, like I feel like most of them you could do yourself. The nachos, right? I love that one. As Dude, a kid. I love nachos. It's literally just queso dip and salsa. Like easy enough. Bye bye, bag of chip. It's over. Jokes on you. I've been doing it myself for the last couple of weeks. See, this is what yeah. it is. But the package, something about the package. So you know, kids everywhere devastated. Ah, because lunchables on shortage right now. So rough. Speaking of going to the store, I'm gonna claim annoyance because it did annoy me. But I found, I think, arguably. The cheapest someone has checked out in the full checkout line, like okay. the cashier there. And I was like, what? What? This is not what this is for anymore. Nobody can beat this. Okay. It's the smallest amount I've ever seen. Collectively, we all agree that we hate the self-checkout thing at grocery stores. Yeah. They're finicky. They're always up too loud on their volume. And then everybody, you know, checks out with a whole cart full of groceries at the self-checkout. That's a whole situation. AJ recalled VFX. See, it's funny you raise it up because my yesterday I went to buy groceries and I bought legitimately like t- 10 items, 10, okay. 12 items. Nice. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to run through because there's a couple things. I had some bigger things just in terms of size that I wanted to have scanned and bagged and all that. Yeah. So I'm going through the thing. The lady in front of me, it takes me like 
two minutes to dawn on me what's going on. She bought a yogurt and a banana. She nice. spent two eighty three, and she went through and gabbed up the cashier. And I'm like, that's what the self checkouts are for. You're buying two items. Why? It's true. You what? know, I, I I'm impressed because in my brain. I think about going to a convenience store because sometimes they have the bananas and sometimes they have the yogurts, you know. But by the time you get out of the convenience store with a banana and a yogurt, you're out mm, maybe seven and a half bucks, <laughs> right? So for her to go to the grocery store and pick it up that way, I'm like, way to go, sis. So you save your money. I think that's awesome. But, you know. <laughs> Who buys one banana from a grocery store also? That means you had to pull it off the bunch. They have individual bananas there. They got them in bunches. It's true. Maybe she's just like traveling through the area. Who knows? I don't know. I have less of an issue with the, the one banana getting a banana. I think it's kind of weird, but getting a banana. But it's like, you have a yogurt and a banana. Just go through the self-checkout. That's what they're there for. You have two items. It's boop, boop, done. You know how like, not anxious, but kind of anxious I get if I ever have produce, I don't care how many items or how little items I have to go through the self-checkout. If I get produce right. that is not in a bag, I am not going through the self-checkout because I don't want to go through pushing the buttons and figuring out which one it is. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. I will go to a checkout lane. Now, I generally agree with you mostly because I'm like, what kind of onion is this? I don't know. Did I describe is it this sweet- apple correctly? Right. Yes. But banana is easy enough to find because item look up by letter B, banana, done. Banana, oh, 14 cents, great, done. No. Do they do it by weight? I think so. I don't remember if they do bananas by weight or not. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it is. But then I got to get it, and then I got to put it on the scale, and then I got to weigh. Sit and then one way or the other. Yeah, but then I'll do it wrong, and then the attendant's going to come over, and then I'm going to look like a fool, and I'll be like, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and then they'll be like, stupid idiot, I already see this every single day, all the time. And they'll say outwardly, it's okay, everybody does it. And inside of their brain, they're like, gosh, I hate my job. Yes. Yes, they do. Actually, speaking of people hating their jobs, we'll talk about that a little bit later oh, this great. morning. But no, if you buy two items, I mean, and two items, like you can hold them in your hands. You are not allowed to use the full checkout. You have to go through self-checkout because you were just holding up the day. And it's, it would have been one thing if she would have been like, doot, doot, was gone. But no, she was like, doot, doot, and then stood there and they had to talk for half an hour. And I'm like, you have two items and somehow this has managed to take way longer than I, it took me to find the 12 items that I went and got. Oh, man. You're reminding me I have to go to the grocery store later today, and I'm really not appreciating Hopefully it. you don't run into lunch on the go lady who no. had to scan out two items. I'm going to run into I have to go down every single aisle and probably spend way more than I was planning on spending. Uh, yesterday, we had a listener who is uh, in a bit of a conundrum. Divorce wants to change her son's last name from biological father to stepfather. And, of course, there's been some pushback. Looking for AJ and McCall for support? Uh, I don't think you're going to find it here, sis. In all of our divorce experience, we now channel for the Automations Group Debate to Date with AJ McCall at VFX. We got a message from a uh, mom who's having a bit of a, a moral conundrum for herself. Okay. So the message says, I'm divorced and I have a four-year-old child. I got divorced from my ex-husband about three years ago. Okay. Since then, I've remarried and I want my son to take my current husband's last name. It's because my new husband is more of a dad. 
Okay. My ex-husband lives out of state and has only seen our son for about a month in the past two years. He can't get more time off, but would, but would if he could. I have custody of our son, and I think I have the right to change his last name. My ex says the child is still his and should keep his name. What do you think? Um, what does, how old is the child? Four. Ugh, that's difficult because... Because you were going to say, ask the kid? Yeah, so, yeah. that's exactly that what was I was going to say. Ask the child. You know, what does the child want to do? Um, I don't know. I understand the concept of it, but also, like, where's the rush? Why is there a rush? There's really only two reasons. One, getting the obvious out of the way to be petty. Yes. Two, because the only other thing I could think of is, unless there's some paperwork that I'm not sure of, which I don't think so because it's your kid. Mm Mm-hmm explaining that it's not your current husband's kid, but I got to think now, as sad as it is, like divorce is a common enough occurrence. Like right. nobody's going to be like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. Just name. I mean, it would be like a name change type of a situation. I, for the process of changing your name, a joke takes forever. That's what I've heard. It takes for forever. Friends, it is then, not a fun process. Then you got to get new social security cards. You got to go to the social security office for it. And then you got to verify that your last name was this once upon a time. And, you know, so it's, it's a whole mess. And I'm sure it's easier now that your child is younger to be able to change the name. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's so much that changes over time, too, that I really think that your best option is to hold off and wait. Because if it's the right choice now, it will also be the right choice later. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to affect the kid. I would right. agree with that. We got a text message here. It says he's a stayed away from his kid. He's not a good dad. Money isn't everything. He put money before raising his kid. Adults who put their dreams before their kids' well-being confuse me. I can't imagine being a stayed away from my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I tell you, so my mom had custody of me when my brother and I got divorced, and we had the conversation, and we were talking that, and I refused. I did. Not not different. Uh, we live in the same state, but my dad's a great dad, and I absolutely refuse to. It was never an option. But I actually had that conversation, and I think it's on the kid because it's it's not, but I feel like symbolically it's sort of disowning your biological father, so I don't feel like it's a decision you can make. Like, I get it. Look, my parents have been divorced for 26, going on 27, 28 mm-hmm. years. They can't stand each other. They still can't be in the same room with each other. So I get you got feelings. That's great, but this is one of those things where I feel like you're making the decision based on your own feelings. Correct. And it's not it's not it's given Yeah, I I would agree. I would I would 100% agree because like yes, you are the the um caretaker and the person who has custody over your child, but you are not your child and your child is not you. You are separate beings. Brad, what do you think? One, I think the first off the dad is in the wrong. He shouldn't be choosing a job, uh, making money over raising his own kid. So I do believe that is wrong. But I also believe that it's wrong for the mother to want to change the last name. When the child was born, that is the name they they decided to put on the birth certificate. Right. Right. And the only reason I can see that wanting to be changed as of right now is honestly because of pettiness. That is what I see. I agree. I think so too. It's to use the child as a pawn in a stupid game, and the child should your child should never be used as a pawn in any kind of game. You know. Yep. Yep. So I'm actually currently going through a divorce right now. Oh shoot! I'm and, sorry. Yeah, it happens. And with mine, 
my um, ex-wife and I, degre- uh, we're not even actually ex-wife, we legally separated, but we made a verbal agreement to have 50-50 custody of our son. Yeah. And right. that we agreed to never use them as a pawn to hurt each other's because I see it happen a lot and has a, bad, a big effect on the child. Which is good, but like I, there are, there are, don't get me wrong, but I don't think most divorced parents go in and be like, all right, I'm going to use this kid as a weapon against you. I don't think they intentionally think or do that. No, people, we talked a little bit more about this. I think people get so caught up in an emotional reaction yes. than in a, like a logical response to things. Yeah. And I get it. Obviously, if you got divorced, do you think there's something flawed, at least with the relationship, if not the person? Mm-hmm. So I understand. Like I'm yeah. a child of divorce. McCall's a child of divorce. I get it. But I think that the caveat is, is that like... I didn't say yesterday, but I I would love to shout out Ashley's parents. Her dad, mom, divorced. They get together for whatever, kids' birthdays, graduations, whatever. And it amazes me. It was legitimately jaw-dropping this past year when we did her sister's graduation, her brother's birthday, because they were great. And I had no reason to suspect, but it's just not something that's ever been normal to me. Yeah. I just assume you're divorced, you can't stay at each other, and you got to figure out a way to keep the parents apart. Because like my brother's wedding, when I first moved here in 2017... Parents had to be set apart. They could not sit together. We didn't want to. It was just a whole thing, and it was obnoxious. Well, that's the thing. My parents, I mean, they get along well. They got divorced when I was eight, 17, I think. parents get along great. Yeah. It's just just not normal for me. It was just an yeah. adjustment to see it, like, face to face. Yeah. Speaking of not normal, Florida not, obviously, oh, right? Bingo. <laughs> Triple entries into the drawing for the pair of passes we're going to give away just before Strangerland Bridge X, which is Stran- <laughs> Strangerland Para X. Stranger Bridgerland. Yeah, that. Yes. Um, which is coming up October 9th. Bringing you Florida Not as well with AJ McCall on VFX. Triple entries. Three crazy stories, please. Okay. Story number one. There's a crew of high school football referees that made a controversial call, and uh, someone Alex. trapped him. In the locker room by pushing a vending machine against the front of the door. Guys, come this is like on. High school shoving you in the locker. Nobody ever actually did that, but. Then you we know. hear the commercial. Utah Athletics runs the commercial all the time. We need referees. Nope, no, I'm good. No, no. I don't want to get shoved into a locker room. Thanks. No, thanks. Story number two a couple of guys saw a vehicle with free car sign on it. So they found keys inside, they took it. Later discovered, dead body in the trunk. Um. <laughs> wow. That's like the worst of the worst. Okay, so obviously, as we all know, right, too good to be true probably is. Yes. Like, wow. Oh, yes, absolutely. And then story number three, drunk lawyer led cops on a high-speed chase and name-dropped uh, Owen Wilson and then demanded <laughs> pizza because why wouldn't they? I'm going to be this guy, but uh, I'm very good friends with Owen Wilson. So yeah, I you think- know. The Rock. Actually, if you guys Ryan Reynolds. Pizza, get out of here. Come on. Yep, all of them. Look, look, I even do a great impression. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> if it's too good to be true, it probably is, especially if you find a vehicle that says free car and has the keys inside. Yeah. In a crime. I, not great. Gonna explode. Prank. What? No. It doesn't matter what it is. If it says free car, I'm not taking it. AJ nah. McCall at VFX at Stranger Bridge in Florida. And I, I mean, President, can you think of anything worse than taking a car that says a free ride with the keys inside? I, I, I don't even got one. I don't, I don't even think I can come up with one that quick. Exactly. Because it's a terrible idea. Oh, it is. Three full stories, please. Okay. So we got story number one, which involves a crew of 
high school football referees who made a bad call. Now, I'm not really sure what the bad call is, what 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 was said, but, you know, it, probably not big enough situation to, I don't know, lock the referees inside of a locker room by pushing a vending machine in front of it. Ridiculous. I'm telling you. Utah High School, uh, whatever, USH, whatever, always is running those commercials like, we need referees, we need... No. Uh, no. No. Absolutely I've seen how not. fans act. Pass. Oh, pass. Then we got story number two. There's a couple of guys who found a vehicle that said free car on it. Seriously, if I ever see anything like free couch, free whatever on the side of the road, I'm not taking it. I'm not. I'm just not. Right? So these guys see this free car sign. They open it up. The keys are inside. They think, oh, sweet. So they looked inside after arriving at a family member's home. They didn't look in it before they got in the car. So they ended up finding a dead person inside of this car. I can speak from personal experience because Ashley and I just bought a new vehicle. Mm -hmm. And yes, you check the trunk. Like Mm -hmm. we did the whole thing. You lift the hood, you pop the trunk, you open all the doors and see what the interior looks like. Like that's not like it's not that difficult. They said, quote, I never stopped and looked at anything, but I knew it was kind of unusual, quote unquote. And I figured someone was driving down here to sell it. I mean, we bunch of buy a bunch of cars. So they figured since they were coming down here, it just quit on them or something. It just never dawned on me that <laughs> this happened. <laughs> they quit on them. They're like free car. And you're like, oh, it starts. What a miracle. It must be mine. Yeah. It's I meant just, to be. I just don't even I don't even understand. And then story number three. There is a drunk lawyer who led cops on a high-speed chase, tried to get out of it by claiming she knew Owen Wilson, Ryan Reynolds, and The Rock. Uh, she was doing 80 and a 45. Good didn't stop. Gosh. She hit 90. Uh, fishtailed, almost crashed at that point. Cops finally boxed her, boxed her in, ordered her out of the car at gunpoint. She's like, well, I hang out with Owen Wilson and Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. So that doesn't make you um so you can speed like right yeah you can't do that okay so you're not those people anyway they got her to jail and she immediately demanded pizza she's facing charges for reckless driving a dui resisting arrest drug possession because they found things in her purse uh she was released on a fifty six thousand dollar bond and claims i'm a hundred percent innocent well, no. Like, no, you're not. Clearly, they busted you going 80 to 45. You're not 100% innocent. Right. And then 90. And then 90. So there you go. We got three crazy stories. Oh, gosh. All right, Preston. So uh, what do you think? One, two, or three? Preston? Preston? I think we lost him. Oh, no. AJ, what do you think then? Well, I mean... As stupid as story number three is, it's got to be the dead body, right? Like, it has to be. The guy, it's a car. Like, the dude, the, the, the explanation makes it even worse. He's like, oh, I thought they just gave up on it. It died. I put the keys on and it was fought. No! So two. I'm going with two. It's not story number two. Of all places that happened in Mississippi... Okay, that's like, ba- like the, is, the South is all basically Florida. Right. This seems very backwoodsy, if I'm being completely honest. Um, not sure what happened to Preston. You got a chance to get tomorrow, buddy. Apparently, I screwed up anyway, so I don't know. That would have been a whole lot of help this morning. Uh, <laughs> so, triple entries all this week for uh, the Golden Passes. A pair of them were given away to Stranger Bridgeland's Pair X on VFX. <sighs> okay, well, that's... Like, how... 
how do you not just give it a once around? You find a vehicle on the side of the road and you're not like, like you find a, if you find an animal, you take it to the vet to get it checked out. Right, for sure. If you find like a couch, you'd at least freeze the darn thing. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't touch it, but sure. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh, Florida not. Just never disappoints. No, it never does. I just want to reiterate, when I complained that I didn't get my shrimp that I bought at a certain food place earlier, like last week, and everyone was like, oh, it's $3, you're out. I just want everyone to remember that when we talk about the guy who's going to jail potentially for just missing out on 43 cents for Mountain Dew. Because, like, doesn't seem fair. No. AJ McCall at VFX. So this happened in Pennsylvania. This guy could be facing seven years, up to seven years in prison after being charged with a felony for underpaying for a 20-ounce Mountain Dew. Here's how it went. Okay, he noticed a sign advertising the 20-ounce Mountain Dew bottles. They were two for three. So he grabbed one, threw two bucks on the counter, figuring it'd cover, you know, a buck fifty, and walked out. Seems reasonable. Apparently, you need to buy the two to get the discount, which is how some of those things work, right? Well, the single bottle was $2.29 and not $1.50. So he shorted the, the store 43 cents total after tax. Store called the police. They tracked this guy down. He was charged with the felony, locked up on a $50,000 cash only bond. That's ridiculous. He's facing the possibility of three to seven years in prison. Now, it's a felony because a lot of people are like, how is this a felony? Because they have a three strikes law in uh, Pennsylvania, where his first conviction, he had more than a decade ago for stealing a tank of gas. His second was in 2011. He stole a $40 pair of shoes from Kmart. Still a decade ago. Yeah. So uh, anyway, now he's got 43 cents and may go to prison. But they say he might be spared because the shop owner says he did leave $2. Prosecutors are still going to have to prove this wasn't a misunderstanding and that he intentionally deprived the store of 43 cents, which seems unlikely because if he was going to deprive the store of 43 cents he'd deprive the store of a whole mountain dew and zero dollars yeah why wouldn't he just steal the mountain dew right this is this like i get the dude has a a track record or whatever i mean had one i think 10 10 years is a long time Mm -hmm. but like really they have to prove it was a misunderstanding serious come on right in order for them in order for them to be able to charge him as uh, like guilty in this situation, That's what I'm like yeah. I think, like it's obvious it was a misunderstanding. Dude did some math wrong, walked out, and he was like, "Oh, dang, yeah, my bad." Like you can have the Mountain Dew back. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm saying, like, when everybody's like, "Ah, AJ, your shrimp is gone." I just want everybody to remember this dude going to jail for potentially seven years for missing forty three cents. I'm out three bucks and no shrimp. And everybody's like, "Ah, pff, sucks to be you, AJ." Yep. I'm just saying. Bonus Florida Knot, brought to you by Stranger Bridgeland. Logan's first paranormal expo. Attend Bridgeland Para-X October 9th at the Cache County Event Center to listen to paranormal experts tell legendary ghost stories and appropriate for the entire family. Bridgeland Para-X is sponsored by Historic Downtown Ghost Tour, Cache Valley Endocrine and Family Medicine, and Ogden and Salt Lake Ghost Tours. Visit StrangerBridgeland.com for more info. And remember, triple entries this week if you can catch a criminal for Florida or not. Now, yesterday, we, of course, don't encourage crime on the AJ and McCall show. That being said, we had a discussion because there's a TikTok trend where apparently kids are stealing stuff out of bathrooms, and I was like, it doesn't make any There's nothing cool in a bathroom to take home. Mm-hmm. So apparently someone heard that and upped their game because there's a tiny, tiny city in Colorado who's missing one very, I guess, identifiable feature 
But, like, what are you going to do with a phone booth anyway? Yesterday, look, I'm not encouraging theft on the AJ and McCall oh. show at VFX, but if you're going to steal something, like, do something cool. Please. Taking stuff out of a school bathroom is dumb. It's boring. There's nothing interesting in there. Yeah. I can't believe that I'm, like, commiserating with this. Because there's not. There's not anything interesting in a school bathroom. A sink, oh, I don't got one of those. A stall door, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, I'm going to uh, look at it. I mean, it might be really cool to use if you were going to go, like, sledding or something. Like, I feel like that would be a nice little... I think there's better options. Oh, it's 100% better options. No. No. But not a terrible one. That being said, I would I would call this a slight upgrade, but... Eh, eh. Uh, town in Colorado, I don't know if you know where this is, Cope, Colorado? Uh-uh. 56 people live there. Lovely. I'm going to look it up. They... Like C-O-P-E? Yes. Oh, okay. Have complained because in their uh, memorial park they have, they have a phone booth that used to be part of a gas station. And when it gas oh. closed down, they moved it to the park, and it's kind of a one of That's their cool. weird landmark things. Yeah, for sure. It's stolen. <gasps> Rude. Somebody just took it. It doesn't, it doesn't, they didn't have it plugged up. It didn't work. It was just a thing. It was a, a relic of the town. And while I will admit, phone booth, definitely cooler than anything you could find in a public bathroom to steal. Like, Still, two questions me. I, I get that not everybody's awake at all the time, but in a town of 56 people, how did somebody steal a phone booth and nobody saw anything? Two, what are you going to do with a phone booth? It's a cool phone booth. Like, I'm looking at it right now. It looks really neat. <sighs> now I'm going to have to look at it. You better look at it. I mean, it's really kind of neat. But looking at it, so Cope is like in between Denver and Kansas. So it's like there's nothing. You kind of have to be driving to there to get there. It just looks like an old school phone booth. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, McCall stole it. I mean, like, I didn't steal mystery it. solved, everybody. McCall obviously was like, yeah, that's awesome. I need it. Solved. What the heck is this? I'm like looking at all of these different places in uh, Colorado now. Very interesting. I, I, I just don't understand. So when I lived in Vernal, they have dinosaurs everywhere. Right. Because it's kind of like their thing. So they have a giant pink one. They have a giant green one. I think there's more, but they are like, it looks like they were made out of paper mache. They're not super pretty or anything. The green one, especially. Okay. Somebody ran into this green dinosaur, took a turn too too fast, just like smashed it. And it was like all over my Facebook page because it was when I was living here. And so I, I saw it and I was like, oh man, somebody smashed into that ugly green dinosaur. Because the pink one at least looks good. It's at least like a 50s design, like, welcome to Vernal. And and this this green one was just kind of like a secondary thought, almost like they gave it as a project to the high schoolers. Right? Uh, yes. I think that if somebody were to steal that, that would suck. People would be really upset. But do we have anything in like Logan that's relic-ish? That's stealable? I mean, I mean it'd be pretty impressed it, if someone pulled down the center street sign they put up. Oh, I'd be furious. But I'm, I mean, like we had those bulls when we first started working together in 2017. Yes. They had all over the road. I don't know. I don't know. I just. Why I, are people stealing things? Because, I mean, it's human nature. I to mean, steal stuff? Yes. What? It's, it's as old as time. As long as people have existed, theft has existed. That's dumb. What has changed is like just stealing stuff for the thrill of it. Some men just want to watch the world burn. But like, again, am I crazy in a town of like 50, it's like almost 60 people. 
Like, everybody's got to know everybody. That's the, that's the rule with towns that small. I feel like that's the case. Oh, yeah. How did somebody take a phone booth, which I imagine is not light, load it up into something, a dolly, a truck, or whatever, and just, whoop, out? No. What are you going to do with a phone booth? Stop stealing stuff. Please. Stop it. Please. Not cool. Phone, though, once upon a time, I think would be your major adult purchase. Who, I don't know, growing up, right? Everybody, I'm going to get my own phone line. So I have to share the dial-up internet. Or I, don't have to, I don't have to share, but get off the phone until minutes are free. Yes, it's an old sentence, but it used to be a thing. A phone was definitely a sign of freedom. Now everybody got cell phones at the age of like four, so who cares? But my sisters have both got their own places, and now they've, they've treaded into this weird territory where they have joined McCall where like... The things that they want are grown-up things, and it makes me feel weird. Mm. Because, like, no, your kids want cool stuff. Right. (sighs) Excuse me for having, I suppose, a bit of a parental moment, because both of my sisters have now gotten their own places, and they started asking for things like, you know, a decent vacuum cleaner and Mm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And and I get it. Mm -hmm. Like, you get to that point, and you're like, anything I want that's stupid, like video games was mine, like, I can get it myself. I'm not opposed to you getting it and saving money, but, like, I would like you to buy the things that I can't justify buying. Right. AJ and McCall at VFX, like me as an adult, AJ has spent $100 on a vacuum cleaner and it made sense to me, sort of. But like at that age, would not like, what, they all suck. It doesn't matter. It's I mean, fine. Yeah. Some suck better and some suck worse. Yeah, well, they, yeah, it's true. Like the shark is great. Don't be wrong. But like 10 years ago, I'm like, what an idiot. You're right. What? You can get one for 20 bucks. It'll be fine. No, it's not. It's really not. It's not. Mm-mm. So the question, I acknowledge it's not. So the question was, for me, what was the first purchase you made that would be an adult purchase? Because for me, there's, I define it in two ways, and I have answers for both. So there's the one that I feel like my first purchase once I had like adult money, right. my own disposable income. And then there's the first purchase I made that made me feel like an adult. And the gap between them is insane. Yeah, me too. Because like my first purchase when I had like adult money, quote unquote. I think I bought like clothes. Ugh. But who it, needs those? I know. I know. But my first like adult purchase, I remember going in and buying a like a it's not a living room set because it didn't include the the couches. It was just like the table and like a TV stand and then a side table. Yes. And no. I bought it and I was like, wow. Completely. Because, <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I'm not even thinking about when I first got a job. I'm thinking, like, when I had disposable-ish income past bills, like, I got a full-time job. And I bought, like, $500 worth of DVDs and Blu-rays. I was like, yes. yes. And I bought all the Harry Potters and the Batman and all that. And that was, like, 10, 12 years ago. My first adult purchase was when I bought a couch. Yep. And I did it here, and that was like three years ago. See, I bought a couch. I bought my couches, shoot, how many years ago has it been? Probably five-ish, because it was before I moved here. And we got them, and they were so nice. Because when when I moved in with uh, Dustin, we were living in Vernal, and I brought my dog, my dog with me. Then we ended up acquiring two more, right? And we... Dustin's couch had been really nice up until that point, because it was white old school microfiber and then we had you know dogs and then for some reason the white microfiber just wasn't so nice anymore so we got we got new couches and I was really happy for the couches and now they're just in my living room and they're lovely yeah 
but they're so nice. I got. I asked around here because I was new. I was like, Where do I go? And they sent me to the place. Like, oh, they give you pretty good deals. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll spend a few hundred. Eight hundred dollars. Yeah, dude. Is it's it a spin soda? What is happening? No, it's just a nice couch. It's just, a, nice it's just couch. A, a decent couch. I bought it. I love the couch, but I was like, good gosh. Well, and that's. I'm gonna have to go buy a new like bedroom. Not set, but like something to put my bed on. We're on subfloor at the mo, so I need to like. Get some carpet and then some like bed holder thing. Bed holder thing. Bed, bed holder term. thing. Yeah. So frame. That's what I'm looking for. Bed frame. Uh, scary proposition becoming an adult adult. And the thing is, there's like a level past this because at some point, like I'm going to buy more of like the appliance stuff. Like I've hold off at this point. I'm renting still. Right. I haven't even gotten to the point where I furnish a house. That's like a next level adult. I'm like, let's make it stop. Yes. It is a scary proposition. Scariest point in your life. I would say no. No. But a scary proposition nonetheless. Yeah. Tis spooky season. Things get spooky and scary. And so do we. You know, it's ironic. Ashley bought herself a new vehicle this week. And in the same week, Facebook memories popped up because one, it happened to be almost, I think, six years today since she got her last vehicle, which has since died. AJ McCall at VFX. And two, it also was a reminder of it finally dying of some of the troubles we've had with it as it's limped along on its last leg. You know, like getting stuck in nowhere, Montana. Right. On our way up to Canada on the 4th of July with everything closed in the middle of the night and thinking... This is going to go well. This is great. Not to mention we were near a Native American reservation, and all I could think is, this is where the skinwalkers are. This is where the skinwalkers are. I don't like anything that's happening right now. <laughs> but I would not define that as the scariest moment in my life. As much as cars breaking down is that one, no, my own. Yes, actually, I think it would be my scariest moment in my life because uh, for me, ironically enough, what I thought my first encounter with a skinwalker unbeknownst to me, was driving in the middle of nowhere in Indiana. Something running out in front of the road that was way bigger than a fox. Definitely not a wolf because it was like orange and brown and made no heads or tails on a flat lane. It just up and disappeared. Uh Spin out, crash, pull, middle of nowhere. Phone is dying. Oh my gosh, no one's ever going to find me. This is it. Right. And I'm just sitting there thinking, hmm. Not how I thought it would go. No. Middle of a cornfield. Some kind of irony here in Indiana that I'm not really appreciating. Right. Cool. Thanks, Indiana. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Your scariest moment, McCall. (sighs) I remember when I got into my car accident. I've never been in a car accident before, but I remember getting into this car accident. And um, I was, I mean, scared, I would say. But I, I, so Tiesel, my little dog at this point in time, she had been, I don't know, maybe maybe two or three months old. She jumped from the front seat to the back seat while we were on I-15. It was the day after Labor Day. And she jumped from the front seat to the back seat, knocked this water bottle out of my cup holder, and it was rolling underneath my feet. So I was like, well, I better reach down and grab it. Reach down, look up. Traffic had stopped. So I slammed on my brakes, both feet, smashed into the back of a car. That car then like ricocheted, hit another car, which ricocheted into a semi. It was a whole mess. And... Looking back, like I wasn't scared in that moment, but I'm scared for like past me because they there were some really nice people who helped me push my car off to the side of the road. And I didn't know at that point that I had like almost broken both of my feet. And they asked me, hey, can we take your dog? Because she's going to end up getting impounded if 
this happens, you know, well, they'll end up taking her to the pound and whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Looking back, I'm like, Teasel could have been gone forever. Yes. She wasn't. They really did take great care of her. They gave her some treats um, and everything. But looking back, I think that is like my scariest moment. Wendy messaged us on uh, social media, said that her scariest moment, she was driving up the canyon with a guy she had just met no. earlier in the evening, and he started talking about murders and how easy it would be to hide a body in the canyon. Yeah, when you do that, that's not a good idea. Wow. But that's really That's really scary. How do you, like, stumble into... Mm. What? I, yeah. I've had, I guess I've had scarier moments than with Tiesel, but that's, that's the one that really sticks out, you know? One that sticks out for me, uh, the two I think that are worse for me that were not mine mm-hmm. were uh, my buddy uh, that I talk about all the time I live with in college once got robbed because he managed at McDonald's and had oh, a gosh. gun pointed in his face. Yeah, that's scary. And then, like he was super chill about it, which freaked me out more because I was like, dude, because he texted me and said, hey, I'm going to be late. We got robbed and the cops are here. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? And then he told me the story. And I'm like, dude, are you are okay? Are you good? And he's like, I just gave him the money. It's store policy. Like, I'm fine. I'm right. like, are you, you sure? But the one that got me is that uh, when I was in when I was at Purdue because I was there forever. My brother was uh, eventually got up on campus with me as well, and uh, one day I had a morning off, so I was sleeping in. That day, unfortunately, there was a shooting on the campus. Mm. My brother happened to be in one of the buildings where there's no signal because some of those buildings are just either terrible for block they block it, they're old, or you're downstairs. Nobody can get a hold of them. Ugh. And I was freaking out. People are texting me, and I'm like, I'm fine. Like, just, I'm okay if I'm my brother. And he was fine, and he was near the area. Uh, But it was like, oh, my gosh. It was the longest, like, 30 minutes to half hour of my life because I was like, I cannot find my brother. He won't respond. Like, right? where in the hell is he? Right. You can continue to share your stories. Commiserate, right? Power. Power over fear. That's right. Uh, Utah's VFX on our social media. While we're sharing stories, um, on a much better side, more fun side, uh, one woman has gone viral recently for quitting over the PA system, which is just like, it's a dream for everyone. Sure. Would yeah. I do it? Probably not. I think at this point I have enough willpower and professionalism that I would hold off on it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I don't respect the people that did so. I don't care who you are. Everyone has thought, has thought about quitting in spectacular fashion. I mean, taking everyone down, giving everybody a piece of your mind bingo aj mccall for the automatrix group debate a date but something called willpower a little bit of guilt maybe a little bit of shame yeah definitely a little bit of professionalism whatever it is some combination of those things hold us back you know plus the idea of potentially being able to work in the future yeah future future jobs is definitely one do so that being said doesn't mean that you can't cheer for the little person who decides to come along and be like nope we're doing it. Done. We're doing it. Uh, another person has gone viral for doing so, and here is said rant from a Walmart employee who decided, nope, enough's enough. I'm out. Attention, Walmart shoppers and associates. My name is Beth from Electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years, and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. We're told that we're replaceable. This company treats their elderly associates like to Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. Greta and Kathy, I hope you don't speak to your families the way you speak to us. Manage it and this job, I quit. Dude, you can hear like how nervous she is. Yes. The great thing about the PA system at Walmart, nothing gets you, well, some of them get you, but <laughs> what, what do you miss from angry phone calls? 
You don't get to slam the phone anymore. That's right. And you it's can the hear best it. Part. You can hear the. Uh, yep. Uh. Yep. It's great. So she got viral because she's she had it, right? right. Obviously. Of course. Here's the thing. Now, depending on where you are, company-wise, whatever, there's going to be bad conditions, bad management, wherever. It, it For sure. It fluctuates, and there's going to be the asterisks depending on who you work with. Right. That being said, if you were to, like, Google Walmart employees who have had enough and quit, well, you might find a couple things. Another one. Attention all shoppers, associates, and management. I would like to say to all of you today that nobody should work here, ever. Our managers will make promises and never keep them. And not only that, they will preach to us about how they care about their employees. But about a month ago, my boss, assistant manager Cora, called me a waste of time and management did nothing to help. Management will also try and save money every step of the way, including cutting benefits of a, part or a full-time associate down to, par down to part-time, even though he worked 40-plus hours a week. I've been a loyal employee here for over a year and a half, and I'm sick of all the bogus write-ups and my job. Management, this job, Walmart. Oh, <laughs> click. I love the click at the end. I know. The click at the end is really nice. So, three things. One, two, two things in this. One, part A. Obviously, can't speak for all Walmarts. Just asterisks. Right. Two, in my experience, my first attempted job in uh, my adult life was at Walmart. It sucked. I quit. Oh, nice. Not like this. Because <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't know how to use a pee. I was not there long enough <laughs> to figure it out. But they sucked. They were not great. Oh, okay. Uh, two, obviously, we've all thought about it. Don't deny you haven't thought about it. But the question is, for the poll of the day, have you passive-aggressively quit in any way? Maybe not this quite showy, but have you done so? Because for me, yes. Oh. I waited. I'm still proud of this. Okay. This company went under. It feels great. They suck. Uh, it feels great. They were right. terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I waited till my boss left for his vacation. He was going for a week, and I knew he was going for a week. He had they, they the company sucked. The minimum wage had gone up while I worked there, so like I started at six fifty because minimum wage had gone up to six twenty five. I think whatever. But the point is, is, so at one point I was making seven fifty. And then minimum wage went up to seven twenty five, and then key holders, brand new people who came in, were making seven seventy five or more. And I was like, I deserve a raise because I'm experienced. He was like, Yeah, that's not how that works. And I'm like, This doesn't make any sense. If I quit and then come back, I get a raise. I get a raise, right? And he had nothing to say about that. My girlfriend happened to work there at the time. She got a rod of the deal. They fired her for no reason. The person they replaced her with lost thousands of dollars worth of clothes because they got robbed. Oh no! Not her fault, but because they decided to start skimping on staff, happened. Right. So I waited until he went on vacation. He's leaving for a week. The Monday he was gone, two-week notice. He come back the following Monday. That's what he finds. I have a week left. That's right. He come in and said to me specifically, came in five, he said, I got your notice. Not really happy about it. But like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've given you two weeks. That is a very professional thing to do. Yeah. So good luck. You know, it's, lots of people have this conversation about giving two weeks notice. It's literally just a like for you to be able to have like the convenience of it. You don't have to give a two weeks notice. You should. It's a nice thing to do. Yes. But it's not required. No, not technically. I don't think anybody, unless you like are just dropping jobs left, right, and center. Right. Different story. I don't think anybody's going to be like, wow. Like you quit one like, look, I, I couldn't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I had to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a professional thing to do. I was having this conversation with our engineer, Kevin Tron, the other day. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I, uh. I don't really do that. I was like, you don't give two weeks notice? He's like, it just doesn't work out that way. And I hear that. I got to serve 30 sure. minutes of a two-week notice once. Oh, that's awful. So they just told me to go home, and I was like, cool. Yep. See you later. Yep. Now, to get into this position, we get the poll of the day up, but to get into this position, maybe sometimes just a little bit, a little bit, 
take some form of courage, mm-hmm. liquid courage or not, which is why I think it's a perfect time to play everyone's favorite game, and that is Little Kid or Drunk Adult. Yes. Love collecting the stories. You're unfamiliar. It's fun. We'll explain it coming up, but get ready to guess. Have you quit in spectacular fashion? That story I 100% want to hear. Yes. Have you done it just passive-aggressively just to stick it to the man? That's the Thermo Fisher poll of the day with AJ McCall at VFX. Of course, the poll of the day is at Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. Now, maybe just maybe to get to that point with those PA quittings, the quitting in spectacular fashion, you need a little bit of courage. Whether it's a pep talk, whether it's liquid courage. And frankly, who would who's to say? Yeah. I mean... Some of those kids seem kind of young, so they get to do little kid or drunk adult. But we've been collecting this story. It's always fun to play. So you tell us the story, and we guess whether the energy was little kid or drunk adult because they operate on the same chaotic scale. Correct. That being said, let's go. Marissa, tell us a story. I took a bath in my new neighbor's house without asking them, and um, I ended up having to write them an apology in crayon. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, drunk adult on that one. Even with the crayon? Yeah. Just because it's bold enough that, yes. Come on, as a functioning, sorry, as a somewhat functioning adult, I think you'd be cognizant enough to get a pen or a pencil. Somebody's I, got a pen or something somewhere. I don't know. A like, drug adult would be like, I wrote it in highlighter. Well, maybe. No, I'm going to, I'm still going with, uh, I'm going with drunk adult. All right. What is it? I was a drunk adult. We were having like a kind of open house block party in my neighborhood and I drank so much that I thought my new neighbor's bathtub was my own. So I took my clothes off and um, took a bath. And um, I ended the night by writing them a long apology in crayon because um, it turns out it was the bathroom off the kid's bedroom and the crayon was the only thing I could find to write with. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that why most college kids get whiteboards? Everybody right had a dry erase board at some point in that time of age, and uh-huh. it was so you could write the stupid notes to each other. Right. 100% the same reason. Same 100% energy for me. Absolutely. Okay. I totally agree. <laughs> uh, Christy. Christy is next. What's the story? I got hit by a UPS truck while wearing a chicken costume. Good gosh. What? Um, I hope for the sake... No, I don't. I, there's no way to do this because it could be either way. This is Halloween one way or the other. Correct. But it doesn't feel good one way or the other. Like if it's a drunk adult, then I guess you're like, all right, maybe just maybe Christy's doing something she wasn't supposed to be. Right. I'm going to go with little kid on this one. <sighs> I, As somebody who I... wore a chicken costume, a homemade <laughs> chicken costume when I was like five years old, thankfully didn't get hit by a UPS truck. Thank but goodness. That's what I'm going with on this that. This is McCall's story. Yeah. All right, Christy, what is it? <laughs> I was a little kid. It was Halloween. I was so excited about my candy. I wasn't looking. Oh, and no. boom, UPS truck hits me, knocking Oof. my candy everywhere. But gratefully, I wasn't badly injured. Good. Yeah. Goodness. Wow. Big yikes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All of a sudden, UPS truck. Suddenly, Suddenly UPS truck. That's exactly what I was- <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh that's bad. Yeah, that's not good. These stories today are crazy. I got one for you. Okay. Once upon a time, I was in the bathroom and I got sick and threw up in the bathroom. I then used an entire roll of toilet paper to try and clean it no. up. And apparently did not do a good job doing so. No, of course not. Little not kid toilet paper. Or drunk adult. Definitely drunk adult. 100%. We went bowling and I was gone. I was 
lights out. Oh, no. And they were mad at me because they were like, you wasted a whole roll of toilet paper. And I was like, I was trying to help. Like, I didn't have control of the situation. I was trying to help. They're like, you didn't even really do anything. You just pushed it around. I'm Gross. like, Ugh. That's I terrible. Uh, <laughs> Jade, what is your story? I ordered 200 worth of bumpets because I saw a girl who was wearing one in her hair and I had to have it. Ooh. I take offense to this since my coming of adult age tale was that I spent $500 on DVD right? in the Blu-ray. Um, I gotta go with, I gotta go with little kid. I think the, the $200 gives it away, right? Because you're like, I demanded, and then I'm like, all right, maybe. But like, right. no little kid's got $200 to throw around. Maybe you just had your mom's credit card. Ooh, that would make it that's worse. What I'm, that's what I'm going with. I agree. I'm going with little kid. Talk to us, Jade. I was a drunk adult. I woke up with a note on my mirror saying, check your messages. And there was an email confirming my order of $200 worth of bumpets. The worst part is that I paid extra for overnight, so it's like I couldn't cancel it. And that sucks. I pranked myself. (laughs) I meant, I meant, that's great, right? That post where, oh, of course it's pretty major. That's why I said little kid don't have $200. Gosh, the energy's flowing into me. I'm feeling the chaos. This is so bad. Love the stories. I do, Love too. the stories. Oh, so much. <laughs> uh, be careful for Halloween, Please. I think, would be a good good reminder post little kid or drug adult. Speaking of chaotic energy, so it's not a new story that there has been bus shortages, right? There's been bus driver shortages. They've been trying to figure them out. Right. Somebody Uh-oh. in the school system going to have a little bit of a problem on their hand because they didn't do their due diligence. Because, like, there's nothing wrong, I think, with sending a party bus if someone can drive it. Like, we've got Salt Lake Express here, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe you'd double-check to make sure there was, like, no stripper poles on the bus. Right. Maybe. You know, ironically, after letting, basically, store, mostly Walmart employees, listening to some of their PA rants, the <laughs> bus situation, kind of the same thing. I don't know. It doesn't have the same effect if you, like, hey, by the way, I'm quitting. And then you kind of just walk out and the doors go, doesn't feel as good, but, I mean... Same issue happened. COVID happened. A bunch of people retired. They decided it wasn't worth driving it, so there's just been national shortage of bus drivers. Right. A.J. McCall at VFX. And we've covered this before because there was the school district in, I want to say Vermont, where they were paying parents to drive their kids to school and pick them up for the entire school year. That's right. It was like 600 bucks or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You were like, sign me up. Well, uh, apparently in Boston, they decided to try and deal with this because they have drivers they hired a party bus. Cool. Makes sense, right? You've seen the Salt Lake Express ones running here. They've got drivers that do them, so push comes to shove, you could do so. The problem is that a student came in from riding that bus and asked an English teacher, hey, so, like, does... Is this a stripper pole? Oh, no. Because I'd never seen one before. Oh, no. That kind of party bus. Now, look, I get it. I've heard the parents' complaints. I've been at the butt of the parents' complaints. Like, you don't expose your kids to something that you don't expose them to. And that's fine. For sure. There's not not like there was anybody on there using them. Mm. But that being said, I mean, a little due diligence probably would have gone a long way. But the thing is, maybe I'm wrong, McCall, but you were in choir. You did, you did your bus trips. I was in band. I was in lacrosse. We did our bus trips. School bus is kind of where the most chaotic energy of school is. 100%. It's kind of nuts. It's crazy because you got the people at the back of the bus that are yelling and they're doing like noises and they're obnoxious. And then I usually sat somewhere in the middle and I was just like, please just let me go home. Like, please just let me go home. Because like on marching band trips, uh, freshman trumpet players, I was not one. But freshman trumpet players on their first bus ride, their first competition, they get duct tape down on the seat. Oh, I've nice. seen that. They don't use a little bit of duct tape to put them down on the seat. 
perfectly fine. So we're all clear. There was no threat of life or whatsoever. His mouth was fine. He was duct taped down. Oh, nice. But like, kind of like, I didn't even find out about that. I don't think you're going to think that's super great either. No. I mean, hazing has since been uh, on a on a very steep decline of, of happening. But it's, yeah. Bus, bus trips were always just, they're not comfortable. No, the they're not fun. Not, no, they're not. I remember when I, I was. Well, I don't know. I think fun. Well, yeah. When, when I was, I don't remember, maybe 15 years old, we were going to Wyoming and we were going on doing trek. And right. so we were driving over and we were going to have school buses. And then they were like, actually, we're just going to get a charter bus. That was the comfiest bus yeah. I have ever been on in my life. No it was really nice. I was a fan. I was like, wow, this is great. Why why do our buses feel like this? I mean, hello. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> I remember once, like for all the pranking that may or may not happen on school buses, yeah. never mess with the emergency doors. Uh-uh. Absolutely we were, not. We had a we had a two and a half hour bus ride home after a competition in the middle of the night. So everybody's gassed because we practiced in the morning, we went and did our competition, and someone bumped the oh. side door, and the the thing just went off. So for for two and a half hours, all everybody heard with the red light blaring in everybody's face was. Dude, that's terrible. And we're like, Can, and he's like, I can't do anything about it. We got to reset the bus. I can't do that till I get home. And I'm like. Ugh. It's bad. So, I that was always the one thing I was worried about doing. Like I never wanted to sit in the emergency exit because I was so nervous that I was going to bump it. I had a friend in middle school who got in trouble once because he made a peace sign at some. I think a girl drove by and he was like, "Oh my gosh, she's really pretty." So he made a sign to her. Like he did a peace sign. I, I didn't see it myself. Got in trouble because teacher was convinced. Flipped the person off. Oh no! He was like, no, I didn't. And it was like I saw what I saw. I'm like, are you sure you saw what you saw? Because those windows really aren't that big to begin with. Yeah. Ugh. But. Yeah, yeah, do some due diligence, but just a reminder, like school bus is like the epitome, the home of chaotic high school energy, especially if you're in some kind of sporting event or group that travels on long road trips for whatever your competition is. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a little nuts. Yeah. Going to get a little bit nuts. Yeah. Speaking of nuts and driving, have you voted for Park Narcs? New week, new nominees competing for the worst parking job in Cache Valley. It's up to you to decide who that is so they can move on to the tournament a little bit later this year. Utah's VFX on Facebook. I feel like that's what our Park Narc nominees do. They, like, park really terribly. They get out and they go, stay. Thank you. Like, the vehicle was going to go anywhere, but, I mean, how else do they get out? Like, you don't just get out and you're, like, completely (laughs) oblivious to what you just did. Yeah. It's a travesty. Correct. Knock it off. Yes. But here we are. AJ McCall at VFX. Vote. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. This week's Park Narc nominees include, ah, yes, the classic Double Parker. Which also features a vehicle that looks like it's like, I'm going to get out of the way so you can see this, but they there's no way their butt in is not sticking out into the driveway in this parking lot, this silver car in the foreground. Yeah. So, you know, two for one deal. Mm-hmm. And then you've got nominee number two, my truck is blue, so I get three spots. Spots jutting out of cement, dude parked perpendicular, excuse me, parallel with the cement, which means he is parked across three spots and he is loving it. Loving it. Looks terrible. Like, if you were really concerned, like, I know when it comes to getting door ding, you can't do anything about it, but, like, you could back the back end up over the cement into the rocks. There's nothing there, so that would let you stay away from possibly getting clipped, at least in the front end. For sure. I mean, I I helped Ashley buy a new car yesterday. I get it. Like, I'm going to be like, no, we're parking far away. This is a new car. We're 
Mm. Mm. No chance of getting door dig. I can understand. I'm more sympathetic to taking up two spots than I used to be in my in my older in my younger days of partners have been all over this dude. Yes. But this is ridiculous. Three is a little much. Not even trying. Mm -mm. Utah's VFX is pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Vote for which nominee is the most annoying because I don't know if you looked, like September's practically over. I am shocked. I don't know where it went. I don't know where all of September went, but here we are. Which means that we are quickly getting to the end of the year, and that means the ultimate Park Narch tournament to determine who is the worst Parker of 2021. So vote, get them in, because soon that's where we're going to be at. Utah's VFX again pinned at the top of our Facebook page. Also, our social media, if you see terrible parking, safely take a picture and send it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all Utah's VFX. What did we find on your Facebook feeds that we're just going to creatively repackage? That's that's basically what it is. AJ McCall and VFX, just code for liking and sharing, going up on the Utah's VFX page, Facebook page for the best one. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on the video that said, uh, if you're not having a dress like your spouse party, this is a sign that you need to do so. This is the funniest, one of my favorite trends that I've seen on TikTok, and it's just... It's hilarious. It's so funny. It's pretty good. No denying. It's so stinking funny. Uh, I land on a post now, of course. Steve from Blue's Clues made everybody cry mm-hmm. while I was on vacation. Uh, now, I don't know if you've seen Avengers Endgame, McCall, but there's a scene in there where Tony gets very mad at Captain Steve Rogers who plays Captain America. So the post is, Steve, I never forgot you. Ever. And then it's Iron Man saying, guess what, Steve? We lost and you weren't there. Aww. It's true, though. You can win. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. And, of course, find AJ and McCall while you're at it. Vote for Parknarks. Pin to the top of the Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Do it. Hope everybody enjoyed the slight chill down. It's going to be a little bit chilly tonight, but weather's going to be gorgeous. Uh, reminder that uh, the high school teams are doing really well. If you haven't seen that, Cash Valley... Uh, daily, but also Utah State is three and zero, and they host Boise State. It is a national televised game, so if you've ever wanted to show up on TV, this is the time. Ten a.m. Saturday. It's going to be on CBS, I believe. They host Boise and go for four and zero in a very strong chokehold on the Mountain Division. While we're at it, mm-hmm. FYI, Cash Valley Media, uh, Cash Valley Daily for all that stuff. Other than that. Um, Treat your employees well. Please. We've seen what happens when you don't. A lot of chaotic energy today. A lot of stealing. Yeah, there really is. There's a full moon also today. So, like, if you're feeling a little off, that might be part of it. Just wait a couple of days. It'll go back to normal. Other than that, tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.